0: please
1: What's good with you? It's your boy Raider Rashawn. We're back with another broken records episode.
0: It's your boy Marquise Q. And it's your boy Easy And this is our second episode of our female pack that we're gonna do, dedicating to the female artists that we haven't really been really giving a lot of attention to. Um our last guest, Jaquela Mariah. Uh they they did they did pretty all right. I ain't gonna say, you know, I ain't gonna, you know, try to I, I ain't gonna get in that, but we invited them back onto the episode. So welcome Mariah and back for another Broken Records episode.
2: Hello, hello. Thanks for nice. having us back.
0: <laughs> we already uh, touched on Snow Allegra earlier. Um, I think it's only right that we pay some attention to um, Sizz TDE's very own first and only female artist, I'm not mistaken. I don't know if TDE's got any other female artists in the works, but when I think of female artists for TDE, I mean, is like a no-brainer. So we're going to pay some homage to her album, Control. Uh, when When did that album drop? Twenty six, twenty seventeen, twenty seventeen, 2017. Yes, uh June 9th, 2017. Good
3: times. What a time to be
0: alive. <laughs> yeah. where was where were you at when this album dropped? Every each one of y'all. Sheesh.
2: Mm. Me, I was here at home. It was my first summer home in college, you know. Things were things were interesting. I missed my friends. And then Here from scissors She she was my friend all summer, and still to this day because I bummed that album daily almost.
0: Twenty. I was well, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. I was a freshman in college, so you know I was just getting my feet wet into the real world. Um, and that album just, I think, I think it came at a perfect time. I felt like it was on the wave of all those music we were dropping in twenty sixteen, and for this to drop in twenty seventeen, it's kind of like, I felt like. It's like one of the billboards. Like most, I think I looked on something on Twitter. It was like it um, is the highest charting female um, rap album on Billboard or something like that. And I feel like it's definitely like one of those albums that you have to pay homage to when you talk about like twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen albums, like greatest twenty seventeen album. I would
1: say twenty seventeen. Yeah, it was. That was that. That was a good time. I, summertime. I think, no, I think that was actually my first summer, like, staying in Colombia. Like, I didn't go back to Florence or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. And this
1: album was definitely, yeah, great album. Look, perfect. This, this is probably one of the best R&B albums of all time. I'm just going to go ahead and say
0: that. <laughs> yeah. If it's <laughs> all time.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead and get that out there. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, 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 it's like that, bro. You got to be honest. It's like that. Let's see. For here. me... Let's see, this is 2017, 16, something like that. I was in Charleston. Y'all boys wasn't really talking to me like that. Cool, so wow. I feel like this... I'm just, I'm just kidding. But nah, this album, this album definitely uh got me through. Definitely related to everything she was saying. So
0: she's a real one. What does the album make you feel? Like you said you resonated with everything she was saying. Like what was she <laughs> saying that you resonated with? Bruh, I feel like
3: I, like I kind of know what it's like to, you know, really want somebody bad or just even on the part of, like, anxiety or trying to deal with, trying to amount to something with myself. Just, like, those inner conflicts that you have. I feel like she kind of touched on these a lot. But I remember mm-hmm. that song, like, I think it was Drew Barrymore, you know, it kind of resonated with me. So she just kind of knows how to talk about the inner struggle, and I uh, like that. Uh, I would say with me, per se, I think,
1: I don't know. This was, like, the first time I really, like, actually, like, felt, like, the words... Like from the woman, because you know, you know. Because I don't know. I just felt like you just, I just felt like I felt her side. Like I felt where she was coming from. Like I connected with her on a completely different level. Like I was, like I understood like everything she meant. That's what I mean by that.
4: That was deep.
1: Oh, shoot, like be, like being on this side, like like being a nigga, like you don't really like understand like everything. Like of course the. The female can like tell you or explain to you like how she's feeling, but like just put hearing it in that music, I don't know, bro. Like it just resonated a completely different way. It made you if you was out playing games during that time, made you want to stop playing games. <laughs> like, like, it made you
0: want to like actually like, all
3: right, okay.
2: let me hear her
4: out. the that yeah,
2: president?
0: That's deep. Sean twenty twenty. But I definitely feel like she gave a different perspective. Cause like you always hear about I guess the heartbreaks and stuff like that which this album did touch on heartbreak but I feel like she kind of gave a different perspective from like this. I ain't gonna like call her side chick but I feel like she kind of gave a perspective from like the side chick you know point of view so um, even with the songs of uh, The Weeknd uh, Drew Barrymore Prom uh, Go Gina it's kind of like those songs that kind of made me think about you know like what would a side chick say you know what I'm saying I know um, Bryson Tillis said he made Don't from perspective of a guy trying to take his girl from him so it was kind of interesting hearing that point of view from, like, a side chick, because I don't think I ever heard, like, any side chick music that was, like, this truthful, and like, this real, this blunt about it. <laughs>
3: yeah, she definitely made it not taboo anymore, for sure.
4: Yeah, everybody was saying that was the weekend after that, that song dropped, and didn't care what it meant. <laughs> 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 so how do
0: y'all, like, how do y'all feel about um, Sizz as an artist? Like, because when you think about, when I think about the Jenea Echoes and the Summer Walker, I feel like she's kind of in that, like Little Rain, like she's not up there with Beyonce, Rihanna, but I feel like she's a tear under them if I had to say. Yeah,
2: uh,
1: yeah, I I w- that. yeah, I agree. The what well, the real reason I agree is well, I don't, I don't really know, like all the ins and out of TDE and what they be saying. You know, I ain't gonna speak on nothing. I don't really understand. <laughs> but because <laughs> like, Kendrick gonna speak on you. Right. Jeez. So, but regardless of the truth, the truth is like she doesn't have enough music out and it's it's for a, it's for a reason i don't know what reason it is but it's for a reason like, you just gotta think about it. <laughs> okay. like this album was supposed to be out in late 2015 and then didn't come to 2017 you know what i'm saying so like mm-hmm. it's a reason for these delays in her music i don't know what it is but it gotta be
3: some reason
0: mm-hmm. they
3: said that a control dropped so late just because the way she was feeling she said uh I think Top said that she could put it out whenever she wanted, but I think she just kept rewriting songs and, like, was scared about how people were receiving it. And I think that's why it got pushed back all the way to its eventual release. But, uh, Sean, you touched yeah. on, like, people not really listening to her music. Did you guys listen to her album before this? I believe it was called, uh, titled Z? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen
1: to it, me personally. this was, uh, Control was my first, like, uh, like I was really, I really got put on to, um, SZA with Control.
4: Yeah, me too. I didn't listen to the album before. Um, control.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't listen to it either. So I mean, I feel like I... control. Oh, go ahead, you go.
2: Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I I did listen to it. I I first heard of SZA like on SoundCloud. Same. Um, the song the song was "That She Has with Chance" the rapper. I was I was a big Chance fan back in the day. So like when I heard her and him doing "Child's Play," I was like, I don't know who SZA is, but after that, like I really got into her. So. <laughs> Yes. Wait, wait.
0: kind just asking question. So you said back in the day you was a Chance fan. So you're not currently a big Chance fan now. Is what you're saying?
2: Absolutely not. So sorry. Oh, sorry, Chance minute. Why now, not? I, right. too. I <laughs> had to fall off the train. I mean, Why not? He the sound. The sound is just way different. I feel like as soon as he went <laughs> mainstream, like things kind of started going downhill. But you know, it's it's something I get emotional about because acid rap was. A part of my my being when it came out. So, but mm. I don't know. Chance is just not acid rap. chant anymore. he changed his life. So I mean, big ups to him for you know being a family man now, being a dad, And all that. I'm proud of him. But he his, his music is just different now, and it's not my I, my vibe. But I,
1: yeah. I agree with you that it's different, but it's still good. And people be capping and making it seem like it's bad, but the music is still good.
2: I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's just not the chance that I knew and loved. Right, <laughs> and right. It's definitely working. not as right. So yeah, it, it I don't think I ever really got on the new chance train. Like it just went to me, it went down in not like quality, but like it just wasn't the type of the same time of type type of vibe. So yeah, I don't know.
0: Respectable. So uh well can I guess since you're the only one. That has listened to the album before this one. Uh, how does this one uh, rank up to Control, or how does Z rank up to Control?
2: I mean, it's Shiza, it's cool. so like I love it, but Control is, I mean, completely in a realm of its own. Like, Shoot. it's it's definitely a runner-up. You know, I would give it that. But Control is Control is that album, like across the board. So control is definitely like where she really stepped out and did what she had to do.
4: I agree. She made a lot of hits. Like she made a lot of songs that people still reference to this day. She had Travis Scott on uh, Love Galore. Um, she had Kendrick. Art. She had Kendrick on Dozen the Wind and Dozen of the Hard uh-huh. song. So it's like she really does have some she has some good works of art in this last album. And it did definitely get her notice, and she dropped hit different like a couple weeks ago. So, like she put herself back out there because people been waiting to hear from her.
0: Q, do you want to address that? Okay, yeah, I'm going to address that. So, (laughs) okay, disclaimer. So this is actually the second attempt was right recording this female on pack. Uh, the first (laughs) one wasn't too successful, but I think it was either the night of or the night after after we recorded the first one. Um, this. Well, hit different drop. And we was like texting our group chat saying, Oh my God, like did you see that Scissors dropped like a new song called Hit Different? And we just got through talking about Scissor and all her, you know, back and forth with T D E and her fans and whatnot, all that, you know, all that was going on. really just rumors. I feel like people just exaggerate that situation. But anyway, yeah, we kinda I'm not gonna say we spoke it into existence, but we, we played some hand. If it wasn't directly, we played some hand in
2: it. It was it was some manifestation in there. It was. I will I will I will forever hold on to that credit. Even if
3: it's small. So here's hoping when we finish this pack, maybe an album will come out. I don't know, but Oop. fingers
2: crossed. Fingers crossed. Right.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a. I don't predict the future, but I. I speak things into existence. That's all I'm saying. All
2: right, now. No. So
0: but as you mentioned, on Mariah, uh, "Love Galore" is probably like the song that actually got me to listen to the album because I mean, Travis Scott is like one of my um, all-time favorite artists, and yeah. to hear him on like a love song, like I was like, all right, Travis Scott, not gonna get on nothing that's mid. And even <laughs> I think I think he produces but I'm not I'm see why I'm trying to do that. Well <laughs> you straight, bro go ahead. I think he produces um this song as well or has some production credits in it. But I was also looking at the production credits of like the album as a as a whole and Pharrell Williams as like he was like a big I guess he played a big part in the production behind this album and I know we all know Pharrell is probably like one of the most like not talked about producers that's probably the best in the game right now. So that and beyond like the features, like Mariah was saying, Kendrick Lamar, Isaiah Rashad, like, this album, like, really had a lot of hits that speak. There are still, like, hits to this day. I feel like they're still, like, charting on the billboards, but they just... It, it came at a good time. But, like, the quality of it was... I'm not gonna jump into my, like, my own rating, but if it's not perfect, it's damn near perfect. Let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. 10 perfect. out of 10. 10 right. out of 10. 5 out of 5. <laughs>
3: yeah, so Jared, I'm what you thinking. think? Yeah, same thing 10 out of 10, five out of five, one out of one. Like, you're not gonna find a project like this. And the sad part is, you don't know if she'll be able to recreate, recreate something this like good or perfect. But I got high hopes for the next album. But yeah, to reiterate, it's perfect.
2: I agree. Um, again, no skips on this album whatsoever. Um, no. Definitely, you know when it came out, you know my young ears. You know you have your favorites, but now, like every song has literally grown on me. I don't think like, there's any
3: skips
0: in this album
2: at all. Like at all. Ja'kayla, I know yeah, you're
0: I big was... on. Like... Oh, I'm sorry, Go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like this album like definitely grew with us because, like J.K. said, like when we first listened to it, like our young ears, like we're like oh, we know we knew it was good music, but we really couldn't, I guess, relate too much to what he's talking about, but. You know, life happens and, you know, you go through things and the songs definitely, quote-unquote, hit different. You know what I'm saying? You got to tie that back in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, <then>. Your <laughs> mind. Your mind. All right.
3: Uh, well, I think the... Uh, what do y'all feel about the title of the album in itself, Control? Like, just listening to the songs and the kind of context it gives out, like, what do you feel like this album kind of, like, is trying to say? If it's, like, a cinematic purpose at all or anything.
4: I feel like it's speaking on how... You don't like it's something that's so hard to grasp right now, and just like in the like the age group that we're in, it's control, like having control of all these crazy things that's going around us, having control of school, having control of like financial obstacles. Like we are, we are swimming right now, but like it's just like it's part of growing, like it's just a part of life. I feel like that's what she's really singing about, like her experiences and ha- and like gaining the control in her life.
0: Yeah, I was definitely gonna touch back up on that um i don't know if anybody else had anything to say but i feel like she's talking in i guess context where like a lot of people would lose control like, like i mentioned earlier with the side chick roll and whatnot um she uh did an interview with genius where she was actually explaining um i think it was prom uh where she was i guess dating her ex-boyfriend or whatever and i guess her boyfriend uh ended up either they they split i don't know all details of you know i ain't investigate that case but they split, Um, and I guess she said uh, on Valentine's Day or prom night or something like that, she had sex uh, with her boyfriend's best friend, or something like that. Um, I'm not, you know, trying to pick a side or anything like that, but I feel like, like Mariah was saying, she's trying to gain control, like, she's trying to regain control of her life, and I feel like in that situation, like, a lot of um, people would have probably took the route like, you know, kind of letting it be what it is, but I feel like with her, you know, doing what she did after the fact, like, It kind of was like a symbolism for her, like taking control of a situation that she probably could have lost control in, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, it's funny that you say that. She actually said in an interview that um, control is a concept. I lack control my whole life. And I think I've craved it my whole life. And just kind of seeing, like, when you bring up the whole comparison of the side chick, like, obviously, if you're the side chick, like, you're dealing with someone that's not completely yours. And so there's that lack of control there. And other songs go on to explain that, whether it be control with yourself, like, in your inner demons and stuff. And so. I think one of the things that's really great for her is that she made an album that captures a moment. Like everybody goes through a similar moment like this in their life, and I feel like because of that, this album will continue to get spin generation. Well, I don't know about generation, hopefully generations, but decades down, like people will find some sort of similarity or common ground with certain songs, or maybe the entire album.
1: Yeah, I always, uh, always admired like how. The like different songs meant different things because in this whole album, you can listen to this album and you felt her insecurities, you felt her how she felt when she felt confident at that time, you felt when she was going through relationships like everything she was talking about, you felt it, but it was like still like she was still there at the end. So they kind of just that's kind of how what I always took from the album. I don't know about y'all boys, but that's how I felt about it because like from Broken Clocks. To prom, to like, you know, prom basically being like carefree, to twenty something, like, I don't, like it just feel like every song meant meant something specific,
3: but it all went together at the end of the day. If that makes sense. Definitely. Uh, what songs do y'all feel like? Uh, well, you don't have to give like five or anything. Like, what uh, two or three songs do you feel like really did something to your soul? Uh,
2: I'll
1: start. Um, I would say Normal Girl. When I first heard that, I was, mm. um, <laughs> mm. I don't know. That song is just, that's just different. Normal Girl, it's crazy. I like 20 somethings. Of course, the the normal weekend love galore. Well, I didn't want to say that, but I
3: like Supermodel a lot too. So that's for me. Yeah, I know when SZA was singing Normal Girl, I was like, dang, I just want you to get Normal Girl too. Like, she just, you could feel her like craving, like that. Energy, I guess, but um, if I had to get my top three, um, definitely like Doves in the Wind. Uh, I go back and watch that music video all the time, um, with the Kendrick feature. Uh, I like Garden Say It Like That. I believe she had in the music video a Gambino feature, which I thought was very interesting. And you know, I think I like Normal
0: Girl too, as in my top three. Those are definitely solid piss if I had to say Mariah and Jacqueline, where i with it.
2: Um, for me. Definitely Normal Girl. I will have to agree with everyone else. Um, that song is so, it's so, it's so honest. Like that is just a very honest song. And like, you don't always get that from an artist. And that's why like, like y'all were touching on this album. is like, it's gonna last. It's a time to time because it's so honest. Like everybody, no matter what you go through, at some point you're going to be able to relate to something. That's what it's saying. And Normal Girl is that song on this album for me. Um, I also love Garden, and then I think for my top three, like, the third would probably be Gina. I love that song. It's, like, it sounds kind of fun, but, like, when you get into what she's saying, it's, like, you know,
4: it's mm-hmm. basically,
2: like, her trying to figure out her life, her trying to figure out whatever situation it is with the person that she's singing about. It's just, like, this is a coming-of-age type of sound, yeah. so...
0: That's definitely my top top three. Right. I was that you was actually alluding to. Uh, what well, was, gonna, well, I was gonna say my top three was um Go Gina. It's kind of like, um, like you said, it's kind of like a new sound. Like it's not, it's not like a. It gets you hype. I'll just say it like that. It gets you hype. It's kind of like a upbeat kind of sound. Like kind of different than what the album is like. Kind of, I guess, uh, giving off. Um, Love Galore just because it has Travis Scott feature. That's one of my favorite artists. And then um, Doves in the Wind. That probably will be my top three. Finalizing with that. Um, I love the Kendrick verse. Uh, I just like how she just changed her perspective of like, um, you know, the female genitalia. Uh, she spoke about it, like, in a such a raw way that... But it had, like, a deeper meaning behind it, too, at the same time. Um, and she even, like, gave a reference to Forrest Gump, which, is, like, my favorite movie also. So this this song was kind of built for, for it to be my favorite, like, with Kendrick and Forrest Gump. And, yeah, that'd be my top three, if I had to say. What would y'all say... Right. Uh,
1: what would y'all say would y'all rate this album?
4: Um, I would rate this album a solid nine because I know I feel like she can make something better. So, like, I feel like this is a nine for her. I think a ten will definitely be her next album because we already see that with Hit Different and the ending of Hit Different on that visual. Yeah, this uh, this next album gonna be different.
3: So, Mariah, do you feel like this is a control is a timeless album?
4: Um, I don't know because I feel like timeless albums are the ones. That just, I don't know, I just feel like our new age people making timeless albums right now, like, are timeless albums considered those that came before us?
0: Because- What's the definition and, of timeless?
4: I don't know. It's just like, you see how some of these older albums, like, have been, like, we know old R&B, like, all these albums have been instilled in us. We've been hearing them growing up, you know, in the house. And it's like, do y'all think that this album is going to be one of those albums that we play in the house with our kids when we cleaning and shit? Like, is this going to be the album?
3: Bro, you can definitely clean up the Gogina.
4: Yeah, I absolutely think <laughs> I'm Gigi saying longevity-wise, comedy. like, y'all think that y'all still gonna be, like, bumping this when we're, like, grown-grown, and like, I feel like I that what makes an album timeless. I think
2: so, but I think this is one of those albums where, like, it's gonna get, like, not necessarily, like, us still listening to it, but, like, the the kids who come after us, potentially our kids, like, they're gonna hear this, and they're gonna be able to relate to it, you know, like, when they're teenagers are like in their early twenties like I feel like this is like the album that helps you like figure out like okay, this is what I'm going through right now type thing you know like I feel like it's timeless in that way because like it's so relatable to a certain demographic like I feel like it's always gonna continue to be like passed down because of just you know it's just it's just raw her raw feelings like about herself about her relationships to other people it's it's just, like, you know, like I said earlier, like, it's, like, coming of age. Like, you're just trying to figure out what's going on in life, and it's, like, a fun, you know, interesting soundtrack to help you do that.
3: And to touch on that, like, if you look at us now, like, no, like, my, we were all kind of born in the 90s, but we weren't really listening to 90s music. We were on, like, the 2000s 2000 and 2010s. So I just imagine as we get older, our kids or our generations after us are going to go back and listen to this album. And I think it will kind of be passed down in that same sense. And I just feel like Control is just way above its class. I feel like it was one of the best albums when this came out. It's probably one of the best albums as far as R&B within the last decade and stuff like that. So I feel like it's definitely got longevity to carry through the decades.
1: Eric, you were uh, listening to music in the 90s?
3: <laughs> how okay, how I was three years old, so I mean,
4: what was no, it, I'm BBC saying something?
3: like at, like years later, I don't mean like at that moment. What I'm saying is that I didn't grow up in that, but when I got of age, I was able to understand like music. I would go back and listen to older, like older catalogs and stuff like that, like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then just kind of proceeding down the line. I found out Sade, um, early Beyonce, like I just kind of moved down that direction, but I had to get a certain age in order to understand what they were saying.
0: Understandable. Different, understandable, but I feel like this album is like I feel like this is the time this album to answer the question that was asked um by Mariah. I just feel like a lot of songs on here was still like whole relevance, like to this day, and like there's some good songs on it, like the weekend. Like I feel like you can play that at a cookout, um, love galore. I know i have been playing that at my cookout. I don't know about y'all, but it's just yeah. songs like these where I feel like it's not really like gonna have to like be relevant if it was if it was like if it was not to get be relevant like anymore, but. I just think, like, the music quality is just so good and it's so soulful that, you know, it's definitely going to be something I'll be playing while I'm 30 years old and telling my kids they don't know nothing about.
3: So, a uh, question. Does uh, SZA kind of stand in, in a league of her own as far as her voice and style, or do you see similarities with her from, like, someone like maybe Lauryn Hill or, like, other female artists like that?
0: Well, speaking on voice, before that um, question gets answered, didn't SZA, was it really the reason SZA wasn't dropping nothing because she broke her voice or something like that? Broke her voice. Broke her voice. Please. Like she injured her vocal cords or something like that. Oh, I do. Yeah, I she knew had it. like a,
2: a vocal cord injury while she was touring, or like that. and so she like stopped like making music for like, Key, like that Funny. <laughs> <laughs> the man sick, sicking it. <laughs> hey,
3: why are you
0: doing this, bro?
3: Bro, you the
0: one. Bro, I'm just trying to figure out like. I just I just want to know like how can you injure your vocal cord like was she singing too hard or was she like trying to yeah you can you
2: can like strain your vocal cords you can like it's basically like laryngitis like when you lose your voice like but she like actually had like injury I guess I don't know I and mean, she but like,
0: that that went on for like what two years right or something yeah I it was
2: went, it like, was a while it was a while she was like out of the game so I'm I'm not really sure how long it was exactly but.
0: I'm not going like, to
2: extended vocal rest, so.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm not no doctor, no, you know, like, specialist in vocal cords, but I just feel like if she was to come back from that, then we definitely have to pay her respect. Like, she has to be, like, one of the best female artists. Like, just aside from her music, like, to come back from an injury like that, like, we have to pay her respect. That's probably the equivalent of a Achilles injury in basketball, if you think about it. Bro, because that's your, that's your bread and butter. Like, you don't have nothing else to rely on except for your voice if you were a singer or artist. That's your moneymaker. And she's been singing for a minute, too.
1: Like I remember she was doing, like, background vocals on, like, uh, to, from Butterfly and stuff. So she's been singing for a minute, so. She could have oh, wow. injured it.
3: <laughs> doing too much well, singing.
0: Hey, Eric, you, uh, not to get off of the topic, but, um, Eric, you shared with me that she actually put um, Giveon on, didn't she?
3: Yeah, um, I don't know if y'all seen that latest interview Giveon did with Apple, Um, but basically Giveon said that he met her, he was working at Bubblegum Shrimp, he sang for her. He got her number and like, I think they went to the studio before or something like that. And then they ended up touring together too. So, that's how they kind of got history.
0: Mariah, did you know that?
4: No. No, I did not. I had myself muted. I'm sorry. I don't want y'all to be hearing the background noise. But no, I did not know that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Fun facts with y'all. Always keep us educated.
0: Hey, we this is what we do. Like people just think we listen to news, like no, we actually do research behind why things happen the way they do. And I mean that's just all I have to say on that. Y'all know how
4: we come. And that's important because it would be crazy for y'all to have a whole podcast episode dedicated to music if y'all like or none. So I commend y'all. Period. Big fans over here. Period.
0: We only recruit the best because we're the best, also. So hey, that's just a lot about y'all.
4: Hey.
0: So, what are y'all expecting, like, Si's next um, album to be? Like, I know Mariah said, like, this is a nine out of 10, but you feel like her next album is going to be a 10 out of 10. Like, what do you expect her next album to sound like or, like, be like for it to be perfect, Mariah?
4: I feel like she's really going to come out the gate just, like, swinging because she hasn't, because, like, y'all said, we ain't going to speak on what we don't know, but she has not put out music, like, and I know that she's been making it. So, I can assume that since she's taking all this time to craft it, it needs, it's going to have to sound like, it's gonna be, sound beautiful, like it's just no matter what. So I believe that it will be of top tier quality, just like Control, but just a little bit more, you know, a little bit more oomph in there. I'm excited to see her features because Ty Dolla Sign did what he had to do on that song, and they just sounded so good together. So I'm excited. call
3: that. Okay, I just
0: wanna. <laughs> know. Why is Ty Dollar Sign better on features than he is on songs?
4: Okay, did y'all listen to his album? He's he gonna step on. It's good.
0: On his album's good. It's, it's good. It's hard,
3: hey. Bruh. Listen to it, hey. What'd you say? This now, I said, Ty Dollar is like Parsley.
0: He really just complete complete whatever you got going on. <laughs> no, no, you said that was good when I first asked you about it. You said there's not nothing to brag about or talk about, so you're not showing right now.
3: No, wow, so we're doing this right now,
0: bro. <laughs> you called me, <laughs> but you called me out countless times, bro. Like, it's only right that I return. Right.
3: I hate to do this, but I remember when we first listened to Snow. Certain certain Negroes in the podcast weren't feeling it, and now we we not switched up. But.
0: Certain what? Hey, we'll talk off there.
3: Don't worry. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh.
0: laughs> you know what? I, I don't think you' are gonna be on the next one, but now nah, I'm thinking about it since you I wanna. add the like this.
4: Off for this now. Wow,
0: it's okay. Hank, oh, you gotta find a member. Well, um, it's been a real recording podcast with me, Sean, uh, Mariah, and Kayla. So uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> <week. laughs> hey, I'll be so, back. Uh,
4: well, that's all we have time for today, folks. You might not
0: be
3: here
4: when we we'll come back, but it's alright.
3: If I don't send your ass to lane, you're not gonna get on nothing.
4: All right now.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm about to start in the chat, y'all boys. Y'all boys tapping. i <laughs> <with. laughs> Hey, new chat, y'all boys tapping. I'm dead. Morning. but it's your boy Marquise signing out.
1: All right, man, it's your boy Raider Rashawn. Y'all boys holding on the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy easy, easy. Stay tuned for the next one. Peace.